This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, y'all. It's Eves again, and welcome to another episode of This Day in History class. I am still at home recording from my closet, so if I sound any different, then that is why. But the history doesn't end, so let's get on with the show. Today is March 21st, 2020. The day was March 21, 1983. The first wave of cases in the West Bank fainting epidemic began in the town of Araba. The epidemic lasted until early April. In the end, researchers determined that it was likely triggered by psychological factors. On the morning of March 21st, a 17-year-old student at a girls' school in Araba noted feeling throat irritation and difficulty breathing. She also felt dizziness and abdominal pain. Over the next couple of hours, more students in other classes and a teacher began experiencing similar symptoms. Some of the students reported smelling rotten eggs. When public health officials arrived at the school, they figured that toxic gas was the culprit, but none was found. And doctors could not determine the cause of their symptoms. The school was closed, but more people fell ill over the next few days. By March 26th, the illness had spread to the town of Janine in northern West Bank and surrounding villages. Though most of the cases occurred among female students, some also occurred among Israeli Defense Force soldiers. Dozens of people were admitted to the hospital, with residents reporting seeing a car that was emitting a thick cloud of smoke. A third wave of the epidemic occurred on April 3rd, mostly around the city of Hebron in the Southern West Bank. This wave spread quickly, with most students seeing symptoms within a couple of hours. Students and some soldiers were affected by headaches and blurred vision, in addition to the abdominal pains and dizziness. After these outbreaks, schools were closed and no more people reported being affected by the epidemic. All in all, there were more than 940 people who fell ill during the epidemic. To figure out its cause, researchers took air samples from the sites and analyzed them. They also took soil and dust samples and analyzed suspicious substances found, such as powders. But they did not find any consistent patterns of environmental toxins. Throughout the epidemic, the press reported on all the outbreaks. The media played a role in escalating fear and suspicion surrounding the epidemic. Some people suggested that those affected had been poisoned by some mysterious agent. Rumors circulated among the Arab population regarding the reasons behind the suspected poisonings. An April 4th New York Times article said that, quote, Palestinian leaders have accused Israeli settlers and officials of using chemical warfare in West Bank schools to drive Arabs out of the area or to sterilize Arab girls. It also said that Israeli officials accused radical Palestinians of using gas or chemicals to stir up demonstrations. But in the end, researchers concluded that the cause of the epidemic was psychological, though there may have been low levels of an environmental toxin present initially. They said that the effects of the epidemic were heightened by anxiety and stress. Reports on a toxic gas being the cause also likely contributed to the epidemic's spread. There was no evidence that reports of symptoms during the epidemic were made up. 
I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you want to leave us a comment, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Podcast, And you can also email us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.